0: Lion of Judah King of all kings Come power Lion of Judah King of all kings Establish your throne Lion of Judah King of all kings Come power Lion of Judah King of all Establish your throne. Good morning, Saints. Uh, Welcome to our weekly podcast with the Vision Principal. Uh, Haven't been uh, sending the podcast out the last week. We've been busy doing some legal work for our Global Kingdom Network. And uh, I hope everyone had a great Christmas season and a wonderful New Year. And. uh, just want to give you a few little updates. Uh, you know, most of you know I'm no longer a local church pastor of the river, and I'm more doing more of pastoring to pastors, doing uh, speaking out different churches. And if you'd like to host us sometime, let me know. Just email me at Pastor Jack at the Most of you have my phone number. And obviously, if you're getting a text on this podcast, you can text me, but a lot going on. I'll be down in Georgia this weekend at a place called the Secret Place Ministry, and uh, we're having a men's retreat in Danville, Ohio, on the Global Kingdom Network. Uh be a Friday night. From, it's a Braveheart Men's Advance, and we'll be in uh, Camp McPherson in, uh, near Loudonville, a Friday night, most of Saturday, just uh, worshiping. I'll be leading worship and teaching, and Pastor Mike Bartolone will be there, some others. I think it's going to be a great time to set the pace for this year in our lives. So if you're a man and you want to uh, go to that, just contact me. I'll give you information. It'll be a semi-private room and food for, I think, two or three meals, and it's around $100 or so. But, but anyway, hope you're all doing well. And if you would like to schedule what's called a Kingdom Vision Conference, uh, let me know. Would love to come to your church. Uh, I think the Lord is really changing a lot of things in church and how we do it. And I'm going to try to send this to more of you leaders here. But really want to hear from some of you. Some of you are really struggling with what's happening in your church uh, as an attender and as a leader. And... Let let me encourage you, okay? One of the things I did years ago was I got help. And uh, at one time, my first full-time church, a church grew like crazy. And it was an easy season in the body of Christ back in that day. The Lord was moving. So many things were happening. It was actually easy to see a church grow. But that's not so much the case now. People are so uh, preoccupied with so many things. They seem to uh, be totally distracted, and uh, church, as we know it, is struggling in most cases. There are some exceptions, especially overseas, but God is shifting us to have more of a kingdom focus, and he's shifting us away from things that we necessarily prefer, and uh, really helping us to (coughs) begin to understand how he wants us to do church, and uh, I'm in the middle of right. My book's called Kingdom Shift. If you'd like it, just email me or contact me. I'll get it to you. It'll be probably out in the spring. Uh, I've already written one book called The Vision Principle. You can get that on Amazon if you'd like. And, uh, but I want to encourage you. One of the things we're doing in Global Kingdom Network and The Vision Principle is doing coaching and one of the things i'm getting ready to start and you might want to participate in this is what's called a group coaching session and i don't know about you but i would have paid anything to be able to have that when i was young in ministry i did have some mentors but it was very hard to get a hold of we're going to do it on a weekly probably would be on a tuesday night and listen to this we're going to do it for free what I mean by that is strictly gonna be on a love offering basis. So once a month, people that are being coached can send in a love offer of any amount. If you can't afford it, you don't pay it. And if you can't afford it, you pay. Okay, but uh, you know, there's all kind of coaches out there and they'll charge you all these astronomical fees. But uh, and it'll be it'll be some good stuff, it'll help you to find vision in your life. It's gonna help your church to find vision. It's going to help you with things that you can do in your life and as a church to be able to get through things. But I want to encourage you, and I, I want to kind of shift gear for a little bit. So please, I want to hear from some of you. Pastor Jack at TheVisionPrincipal.com, or you can text me 330-690-3854. Maybe you need some help. It's 2020. It's a new year, and people are making New Year's resolutions, but... What about your life? Don't you think your life's important? How would you like to have help with sorting out your life? There's so many pressures that are going on people's lives, but, and we really need help. So if you wanna be part of that group coaching call, we'll probably start it, I'd say the latest March. Email me, com. I'll just get your email address. We'll send you an email link to Zoom. It's going to be in Zoom. We can have up to at least a 100, and we will uh, get you, and I think you're going to learn some things, and also, too, you can contribute, because there's an interactive aspect to this conference tool. But anyway, I want to shift just a minute and talk to you about worship, kingdom worship, and in my book, uh, Kingdom Shift, I'm just now getting to that chapter, but I'll begin to writing some of that. But I really want you to, especially, especially if you're a leader, to don't get caught up in trying to be great performers if you have worship leaders or you're a worship leader you're part of a team. God really is not impressed with our performance. And I know we've all taught, I've taught taught on it too, about the importance of excellence in everything we do. But that that can be a trap. Because you see, God looks on the heart. And I really want to encourage you as a leader, even participant in your church, to really slow down your worship. Don't be about bop, bop, boobity, boop, boop. Start to really invite the Lord into your worship sessions. Not only in your church setting, but even in a house church or you at home or whatever. Is we really need to turn our attention to the Lord totally. And it's so easy as believers. To really be so focused on our own likes. You know, like I like this stuff. Some people like country. Some people like rock. Some people like old-fashioned swing, you know, whatever types of music. And and that can be the same in churches. Some people like the old-style southern gospel. Some people like the real hip-hop swaying and moving. Some people like the real intimacy. And I want to encourage you. Lay down your likes. Worship is not about us. It's all about the king. And we're walking in the kingdom. The king is the focus of everything we do. We seek first the king. When we worship the Lord, it's not about what we're going to get. It's we're giving something to the Lord because he's worthy. Worthy, worthy, worthy. You know, you read in Revelation 5 and 6, it talks about, John was caught up in chapter 4 when he said, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and the Word says there was a door open in heaven and John was caught up into it. And so many have taught that to be the rapture and I'm not here to discuss that. But but I believe it's a picture of new song worship before the throne from believers. And if you've ever been somewhere where people were just led by the spirit, they got so caught up in the presence of the Lord. They began to worship the Lord from their spirit, not from their wants, but just from the idea man, I'm with God and wow. You know, it's, it's amazing when we see the Lord, how things change and everything we do. And the essence of worship is all about the King. And if you see in that portion of Revelation, it talks about harps and bowls. Harps being the song before the Lord and the bowl of incense being our praise, our prayer as we bring it before the Lord. And, you know, thank the Lord that there's a real huge prayer emphasis all over the United States, all over the world. And, but some people think when they go to prayer that, that if we cry out more and more to God that he's going to hear us. And see, it's the wrong focus. We, we, yeah, we can cry out to God, but, but new song worship is, first of all, focused on the king. Everything's about him. You know, in the Bible, and I know this is for you intercessors out there, and you know, in the word intercession is only used two or three times in the New Testament. And it'll surprise you what it means. It actually means to interview God. When we go and begin to really spend time with the Lord, the emphasis is on the Lord and what's on his heart. Remember the picture of when the Lord was had the disciples gather around the table the night of the Lord's Supper, and it says that John leaned on the bosom, of the Lord. I believe John was listening for the heart of God. He didn't know in a few years he was going to be before the throne, caught up in the spirit on the Lord's day to really see that worship that was going to break forth all over the world. And that worship is based on the heart of God. If you're an intercessor today, take your list and throw it away. Yes, there is a time where we do petitions. But those petitions need to be birthed from spending time with the Lord and experiencing his heart and then praying what's on his heart. That word for intercession means to interview God. So you're listening to what he's saying, what he's desiring, what his will is. And when we begin to pray that way, That's more of a a declaratory prayer. It's it's not begging God to do something. It's declaring what God wants done and then desiring to do whatever he tells us to do to make that done. You know, the word says that Jesus delighted to do the the will, O God, and we need to be the same way. We don't just get to do what we want to do. We seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. We begin to allow him to lead our lives. He begins to even change the desires of our heart and fills him with his desire because we delight in him. We focus on him. We praise him. You know, if you can ask your leaders, if you are a pastor or a leader, if you're a worship leader, slow down your worship time. Just enjoy spending time in the presence of the Lord. You don't have to sing all the dancing for joy songs the whole service. Matter of fact, sometimes you can just sit in the presence of the Lord and not even sing. Because you want to desire and hear what's on God's heart. And that's the essence of worship. You know, the, the worship team can create songs of the Lord. You know, there's what what the worship leaders call songs of praise. That's where you praise to God, but there's also a song of the Lord, and that's where you sing from the heart of God, and that is such a beautiful thing to experience, and isn't it nice that we really move into even a third dimension, which is the Lord singing to us. Ah, oh, it's so beautiful. You know, do you, do you really realize that God sings over you? It's in the Word. He sings over us. He rejoices over us. Do you see God as an angry, mad God, or do you see him as someone who loves his children? He's so delighted to spend time with you. You're precious in his sight. You know, yesterday I was telling Patty, uh, I was missing my two youngest. I hadn't seen him in about two weeks, my two youngest granddaughters, and the phone rang and my daughter said, hey dad, what you doing? Can you help? I need something moving. And I went, yes. I didn't hesitate because I was just so excited to be able to go over and see them and see my granddaughter. Well, the Lord's the same way. He just loves to be with us. And I want to encourage you today. I know it's 2020 and it's that New Year resolution time. So many people are really struggling because their life is so mundane. God wants you to have an exciting life. He wants to lead you and guide you. He wants you to be excited when you wake up in the morning. And I think one of the real keys is for us to shift to focus on the King. It's a kingdom shift in our worship. If you really learn to worship God and you spend time with him, you spend time in his presence, it will totally transform your life. That's the way church should be. You know, the sermon's important. You know, all the other things we do, they're, they're not bad. But I tell you, our time in corporate worship should absolutely transform us because we are in the presence of the one who transforms Take some time every day just to sit at his feet and worship him. If you have favorite songs, put them on the radio. Or if you have an Alexa, you can say, tell Alexa what to play. Play some worship music and get in the presence of the Lord. It will transform your day. It will transform your life. It will transform your church. It will transform your ministry. Because everything about kingdom is about the king. It's not what we have, it's who we know, and we're rightly related to him. We know who he is, we begin to discover who we're going to be because our identity is found in him. I pray today that the Lord would open your eyes to really see the line of Judah. I started the service today with that song, it's a song I wrote, I just uh, played one little stanza. But Lion of Judah, he's roaring. He's roaring in you. He's a mighty, able God. Yes, he was the Lamb of God slain before the foundation of the world. But he's moving in might and power, and it always starts in us. The kingdom always starts inside. And you need to encourage your church, your leaders, to really be a, a presence-based church where you learn to spend time. with that's all about kingdom you want to understand the kingdom, you need to be focused on the king. Lord, help us today to focus on you. I'm so excited what you're going to do. And every person that's listening to the sound of this pot, not because of me, but because of you, draw us closer to you, Lord. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Be blessed. Write me, call me, text me, Pastor Jack at thevisionprincipal.com 330-690-3854. I want to hear from you. I want to come to your church and help you with vision for 2020. God bless.